So it is the Refreshing Podcast, and I am joined by Paddy Young. Paddy, welcome to the show. Um, it's an honour. It's an honour and a pleasure. It's The pleasure's all mine, right. Paddy. <laughs> I know 100% that your run here is going tremendously well. Now, you might go, oh, I'll play it down a little bit. But I know Friday and Saturday sold out. The show is <laughs> got a great title. Come on, say it loud. Be proud about I'm it. I'm going to say it loud. It's on my hat. Hungry, horny, and scared. You got it. You've done it. So tell us about what you've got on your hat. <laughs> well, it was a chant I used to say on my own. I'm hungry, I'm horny, I'm scared. <laughs> to yourself or out to, loud? To friends aloud and it would make them laugh. And then I said it on stage and it made everyone laugh. And then I didn't think about it too much. I always struggle with show titles because uh, I didn't want to get tied down to anything that it wasn't going to be. Right. So like Laugh You Rats was the show last year. I could do anything. And Laugh You Rats sort of encompassed my, my relationship with the audience, which yeah. is like... I desperately need them to laugh, but I'm not going to be nice to them about it. I'm on my knees begging them to laugh. And Hungry, Horny, Scared, it just seemed to work. I talk a lot about a walrus. Do you know what happened about the walrus in Scarborough? Does that ring a bell? No, I know you're from Scarborough. I am, yeah. I don't have a clue. It became national news. Basically, a walrus turned up in Scarborough New Year's Eve, just gone. First time a walrus had been seen in Yorkshire. Where was it? Just roaming the streets? No, he came up the dock. All I'll say is what he did is reflects the name of the show quite well. Okay. <laughs> what a way to end a year and start another. Exactly, yeah. He was welcoming us all in. It was oh incredible stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, and that is the perfect tease for anyone wanting to go and see Absolutely. this show. That's amazing. Absolutely. Um, it's definitely worth saying there's over 10 million views you've had online with a lot of your sketches and stuff, which have yeah. clearly blown up, which are absolutely fantastic. I'll come on to that in a little bit. I also want to say that, and I should have put this in the intro, you like to drink tea from a bowl. Now oh, I seen that this morning. Johnny, you're killing me. I know, I know. And I was like, at times that bad? <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. I'm in a flat share. It's five comedians yep. up here at the Fringe. We've got no cheese grater. We've got no sieve. We've only got three mugs. If I'd known this in advance, I could have brought you a couple oh, of bits and pieces, that. man. Okay, so what do you need? Some mugs? Go on, I'll write them down now. Go on. If I could have oh. a mug, a sieve, a cheese grater, and a MacBook Pro, that would be unbelievable. Okay, I might be able to, uh, I might be able to do the mug out. and the sieve. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, the, the reason I took a photo of the bowl of tea is because I, I asked the boys to do a mug amnesty. <laughs> because <laughs> it was the last bowl, so it means tomorrow it would be a dinner plate that we'll be drinking off. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat just licking just it. Just lapping it up. Yeah, yeah very yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Am I right in saying so? Away from that, mm. going back, so this show kind of has its sort of the work in progress element from last year, from 2022. Is that kind of where it kind of had its development and, and what's changed? Because I know you use the use of music and yeah. video. Mm -hmm. um, so is it kind of come from that work in progress to all of a sudden now this is, I'm really happy with what's dishing out every night? Yeah, I think last year was... Uh a combination of the best material I ever had because I'd never done a, a show, yep. like a 45 minute show even. The best stuff put together in a narrative. I think about half of last year's material is in this one, but it's all been chopped and changed quite a lot. Instead of going for like a long narrative this time, it kind of goes back and forth between a few themes. So it's much more truncated. And also like, yeah, last year was straight stand-up. There was no music elements. There was no screen or multimedia. Whereas this year I really wanted to have those elements back in. And am I right in saying it's like a bit of a decent twist at the end? I don't obviously expect you to give it away, but that's kind of there what is. I've heard. There's a couple of twists towards the end. Oh, a couple, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this where you end up with a full cuddle you set? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. There's a quote, so I think this is from a review I've seen. It's classed as you being in the gutter 
mm. but still kind of looking down on anyone. Yeah. Uh, is it easier with the kind of success you're having at the Fringe this year to kind of not be too much in the gutter and kind of just roll with that and go, do you know what? Yeah, I can take a proper stance on this now and really, really enjoy what you're doing. I don't know. It's so hard to read. The weird thing about, well, probably comedy in general, but certainly the Fringe is... Uh any successes you feel you might have or any problems you've had solved are immediately replaced by a new one. So for example, this is the only year, I've always gone up and done split bills with someone else yeah. or last year was a work in progress. And so those years I had to like fight to get every last person in audience yeah. wise. Every day it would be zero or three tickets and I'd be out flyering. And I thought that would be the case this year. And it's, I'm very, very fortunate that it's not been like that at all so far. Yeah. But instead of that, it's just the next thing. I'm not like floating about the fringe going, this is unbelievable. <laughs> it's like, oh, this, this part of the show could be better and I could do X and do Y. But the thing I do think that I, I'm really enjoying is that pretty much all I do worry about day to day is the show itself. Right, okay. Whereas in all the other years, it was like, not only are people not going to turn up, first year I came here, um, I won't name the venue, but uh, we didn't have power for the first five days. So we had no microphone. We had no lights. I had to go to a shop and buy an extension cable so Jeez. we could plug in a lamp for the room next door to put into ours. So like all of that stuff I don't have to worry about anymore. Does that kind of make you better though? Because I know obviously, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it made the show so good. Do, do you know, <laughs> maybe outside of that environment, but you know, like dealing with issues and dealing with silliness, does that kind of go, okay, do you know what? If I've coped without power and getting a light and, and yeah. having to do that out of your own pocket. I think it does add a certain level of resilience. It also just makes me much more appreciative now. I mean, so funny, I did a split with a... Dan Tiernan, the first year. Well, we were meant to do half an hour each, but we honestly had like 10 minutes of material and it wasn't good each. <laughs> We'd take turns on stage and then we had a red sheet. So one of us would come out and the other one would go behind. And we met a guy literally two months ago. He said, guys, I saw your show at the Fringe four years ago. He said, you might not know this, but Paddy, you went on and did your set and then you went backstage. I don't know if you knew you were lit, but throughout Dan's set, the whole audience was laughing because they could see you oh, with your shit, head like in your hands. Oh shit, like some kind of silhouette yeah. of you going, shit, yeah. I was just going... <laughs> And I never realised the whole month that I could be seen. But I was obviously going on bombing and then being visible the whole time. Getting more of a laugh when you're off stage than on. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you learn from these So things, things like that are just like heartbreaking. <laughs> I just want to touch on the sketches with Ed Knight. He's a good so boy. Shout he, out Ed Knight. He's it, a big fan of the pod. Thank you, man. I'll, that'll definitely get you to sieve. Um, <laughs> now, there's loads of different things. There's sketches about a whole host of people being at the afters, different things like that. Celeb story time was making me laugh. I thought they were oh. brilliant. I've gone right back in your feed. Oh, wow. Deep dive. I've really dived straight back into that they kind of 2021 it. archive. Fringe ideas and sketch ideas. I know you're constantly thinking about the show this year, but are you sort of looking around going, do you know what? This leads me on to the fact that, again, due to the research, hating jugglers, mm. so anyone who juggles, mm. and the fact that, and I get this totally, is your hatred for people who are doing silent discos in and around the city. Is oh, that I did right? say that, yeah. I mean, that might have changed. Funnily enough, I've not seen them much this year. To be honest, I don't know the silent disco people personally. but Just what, the genre of the event. It was also because I'd be up here flyering and I was like <laughs> trying to get people to come see a show I'd worked really hard on. And instead, all I can hear is these people like roaming around. <laughs> I was, so I don't, yeah, I'm not a fan. Okay, they won't give you any kind of ideas for sketches. No, I mean, I brought my green screen up with me. Okay. So I, I could you make videos. screens, there's a definite thing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> green, not red. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, walking home the other day and I, I rung my mum. So I was walking more or less from here. Mm -hmm. And I live in the West End. So it's about a 25 minute walk, people take. Mm -hmm. And it was getting really loud. And my mum was like, but my mum's like mid 70s. Mm -hmm. I had my AirPods in walking down. And she was like, what is all that noise? I was like, 
To be fair, Mum, it's just someone dressed as Jesus with a load of disciples singing to someone about why he hasn't proposed wow. to his girlfriend yet. So just give us a second and kind of walked away. And then you bump into the silent disco is about around the corner <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, you're on cow again. You're like, okay, at least it's now just full of people wanting to go into the pub. So that sentence alone should sum up Edinburgh. Ideas for, for 2024. I always kind of hate doing this, but I know mm. if you're, what is going on beyond this for Hungry, Horny and Scared, beyond the fringe, is it going out to a couple of other dates and stuff? I'm going to tour this next year in February and March. Got a bunch of dates penciled in, but we're not announcing them yet. I probably will do a show next year, but I haven't decided what and whether it'll be a full run. It might be that I come up and do a work in progress, but at the yeah. moment I want to take this show around. And then I shot a short film a couple of months ago. Uh, we're editing that now. So hopefully that'll be done for September. Cool. Um, yeah. Any spoilers or do you don't want to say? I can tell you, it's about... You don't have to, by the way. This is where anyone no, from no, PR no, of can course. go, no, no, <laughs> It's called Forever Young, and it's about a 76-year-old man who's got the body of a 30-year-old man. It's played by me. He found a genie <laughs> and wished he would never age in the 70s. Okay. And so it's such a day of... It's what his life is like now. So he's got an old wife, old friends, old son, but he's... He's never done anything with his, his life, with the magic gift he's been given. Oh, okay. He found the genie when he was a young man. He still looks like he did. Oh, amazing. So we've shot all that, and now we're just starting the long process of putting it together. The show will have a life afterwards, after the Fringe, which is nice. And it's actually helped put the run into perspective in of itself. Yeah, every other time I've done the Fringe has always been a work in progress. It's yeah. just sort of yeah. ended. And feeling proud of what you're doing, and, and that's, that's Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to say, if you know you know this gag, there'll be probably many ideas on the 2012 Levento laptop, because I've seen that little clip online. Oh, yeah. Uh, I won't say, because I don't know if it's in the show, so I don't want you to give away the punchline, but mm-hmm. that gag had me howling oh, when I've seen it. Good little tip in case you're cold listening to this right now. You've been described as Joe Lycett as a very funny man and someone who laughs outside hysterically afterwards. So those <laughs> gags are that good. They will uh, they will carry the test of time. <laughs> Pleasant's Courtyard in the Baby Grand various times because added shows have been put on. 9.35 Paddy is Young on Instagram for more and of course if you hit up the Fringe website type in Paddy Young and you'll see everything I'll there. be there waiting. Paddy oh, I'll shake your hands. Thank you, my friend. Cheers, but I wish you all the best. Appreciate it. Summer refreshed.